and welcome to our second episode of Gilmore Girls Podcast. My name is David. And I'm Alicia. And we're just uh, finished watching the, well, that'd be the 11th episode entitled... The Perfect Dress. Perfect Dress. And we're excited. It was great. Uh, we're glad that the Gilmore Girls is back on the air after their little hiatus of sorts. And we're very excited. Uh, first is some business. We had someone ask us why we weren't using uh, some of the theme songs or some of the la-las, is what me and Alicia call them. Uh, a lot of those were written by Sam Phillips. Uh, one of the reasons we're not using them is because we're currently working out licensing issues with the publishers of those songs and also the, the right holders for those songs. And we don't want to do anything that's uh, illegal or even just borderline, you know, unethical. Yeah, we don't want to get sued. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the short answer, yeah. Um, so we're trying to do the right thing as a podcast, and it's it's hard to do. So right now, uh, we're using some pod safe music, and so what you're listening to is a all female group called Don't Harass Betty, and you can check out their website at don'tharassbetty.com. Uh, they do the intro and the exit music for the show, and we think it's got a lot of that real good acoustic feel and and things, and that's what we'll probably be using until we can work out the licensing to use some of those great uh, segue music from the show, which we really love. Yeah, it kind of sounds like something they might play on the show anyway, so it's very fitting for the mood of Gilmore Girls. Um, just want to give everybody um, a warning, a spo- spoiler warning for um, we're going to discuss what happened in episode 11, um, The Perfect Dress. So if you haven't watched it yet, you might not want to listen to this ep- to our episode right now because we're go- that's basically what the whole show is going to be about, just recapping that and giving our opinion on what happened. And they're also going to um, talk about a few things that we saw in the previews and read online about what's supposed to happen in Episode 12, just like Gwen and Gavin. So if you don't want to hear spoilers at all, um, we, you don't want, to, don't want it to be ruined for you, then you might want to turn it off now. But we hope you don't turn us off, or we hope you will listen to us once you've watched those shows. So. Great. And if this, if this is your um, – if you've listened to Episode 1 and – I'd like to say welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to us again. Thanks for coming back after the first one. We didn't scare you away, I guess. And if you're new to the show, then welcome, and go download episode one as well once you get done listening to this one. Great. Uh, The episode started right off with the girls coming back, and it was very sort of, ta-da, kind of, we're back, and I think they meant for that to be that way. They were coming back from Atlantic City where they did the whole belated 21st birthday thing, but they were like, oh, look, it's those adorable Gilmore girls, how we've missed them so, and I think that's kind of how the whole audience felt, you know, we haven't seen them since November, Um, so it was very fitting for them to say that in the intro. I think so, too. I didn't really, I think I've just now realized um, how much I missed... Rory and Lorelai's banter back and forth between the two of them because mm-hmm. they were on their own hiatus before the show took the hiatus when they had their falling out. Right. So not only did we have to miss Lorelai and Rory, but you know, like we missed them. And sure, you got that. You know, that last moment you knew they were going to get get back together. Yeah, like gonna, the last two episodes before they were the break. Get back together, but then they went on that break. So I mean, we had to miss the fun part of, of the uh, the show for quite a while. So they really gave us that this episode. At the end, at the first part of the show, and then later on, um, Lorelai checks out Rory's apartment, and they have lunch and things like that. <laughs> so you really, you get the whole da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, right, the back, back and, and forth. forth and so. Speaking of the apartment. Oh, yeah. So I would just like to say, um, 
And as his wife, I always like to prove him wrong and point out when he's incorrect because he claims that he hardly ever is. But if you've listened to the last episode, you will know that David was very wrong about his prediction about um, the apartment that Rory moved into with Paris and Doyle. Not only was I wrong. Holy crap. I I was complete opposite. (laughs) It was like they, they heard his what his prediction was, and they did the opposite, just to right. prove him wrong. It was great. Yeah, their place is, a, is the slums. It's a total POS. I mean, like, <laughs> you have, it's like eight locks to get in and, like, a hip tap or something, you know, and uh, what else? They're playing... Uh, Rush Limbaugh, so the people know they have guns in the house, which right. David really appreciated. I thought that was so. kind of cool. I mean, granted, they don't listen to it, listen to it, but it's on all the time. That's a cool yeah. thing. Uh, I, I love talk radio. That's one of the shows I try and catch when I can. I, uh, there's some podcasts of his, and I'll, I'll try and get those. But uh, and the, I know that uh, was it Paris. Paris doesn't listen to Rush Limbaugh on a regular basis. If anything, she's the other way because they've always they had that um, Fahrenheit 9/11 poster. That was in Lane's bedroom, I think. Not only was it in Lane's bedroom, but it was also in their dorm room. Oh, okay, on, that's uh, right. At Yale. And now that they've got an apartment, they've brought it over with them. They, like, can't get away from the Fahrenheit 9-11. So apparently poster. they're liberals, so listening to Rush Limbaugh is ironic. As, well, ironic is what they use it as a uh, deterrent for theft. Right. And stuff. But, yeah, and they they come into the, the place and uh, Paris gets jumped by Doyle. <laughs> by Doyle. And that's cool because you get to see, you know, quirky antics between the two of them, which we all like to see as well. Um, so that was good. Um one thing I'd like to point out, um, if you noticed in the episode, usually Lorelai and Logan never agree on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one thing they did both agree on, of course, they didn't know it at the time because they didn't discuss it between each other, but they both hate, hate, hate where Rory's living. They think it's unsafe and just a piece of yeah, crap believe, and she deserves I, better. I believe Lorelai's words were, no. Yeah, just, <laughs> just constantly, no, no. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. But, you know, and Rory brings up a good point, which she brought up at the very end of the episode, was that she wants to live in a poor, and you know, poor place and have to eat ramen. And Yeah, she's a college student. That's yeah. the way it should be. Um, and I think especially after living with Emily, she wants to do the exact opposite of what her life was like there. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's good. I'm really proud of her for, you know, w- willing to do that because... Like Lorelai said, you can call call your dad and have him buy you an apartment, which she very well could. But right. yeah, he could buy her a you know a penthouse somewhere. Or Logan could too, you right. know. So it's nice. It's nice to see them getting down to earth with it, and that. And plus, now that'll with her being there, Paris was in the their dorm room. But I think if they keep that in place and they have her staying living with Paris, she'll be able to see more of her, and I think that'd be nice. Um. Speaking of Paris, I, we're also going to see her at the paper because she's now – well, she was already at the pr- paper before, but now that Rory's back, mm-hmm. you know, you look at the paper scenes as well. Um, and, and Paris is the editor. Now she's um, in charge and – Really in charge. Oh, like one step <laughs> below Hitler in charge. Um, but I just have to say she's great because I've been in – positions like hers before um where i've almost taken that role so i can really appreciate <laughs> the comments that she makes where she 
I, it was great when she said, I'm not your mother or your hugger. If you need some love, get a hooker. Right. Like that, I just <laughs> I just started clapping. That was hilarious. Or when Rory was like, oh, oh, that's not my boyfriend anymore. We broke up. Yeah, right when Logan walked in and she was like, oh, I heard your boyfriend was coming back. And then Rory was like, yeah, we broke up. And she said, hey, keep your personal stuff at home. I can't be seen talking about that here. Right. So <laughs> She like belts out, my door's closed. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have an open door policy. Right. I'm tired of hearing about open door policies at all the different jobs I get. You know, like it's oh, not really true. Yeah, my door is always open. No, it's not. No, you it's got not. way more important things to worry about than me. Your door might be open, but if you're not there, it doesn't really count. Right, exactly. So, anyway, also I think that um, the scene where Rory was telling Paris, "Hey, you might not want to be so harsh on everybody." That is actually a foreshadowing. Um, I read that in the next episode. Um, Apparently, the newspaper staff gets together and discusses the Paris problem, and they think the paper's going to hell in a handbasket. They, mm-hmm. I guess they keep Rory out of it since she's Paris's roommate, but she overhears them talking or something, and so she... Do they think that she'd be like a... You think they would just think that she'd be like a snitch, or that she would... Or that she would take Paris aside, maybe, right. but... um. I guess they can end up confiding in her in yeah, the end. It totally sets it up for that. You yeah. know, that way when, when they do do it, you understand why they're doing it. And it's important, too, because we all know that if Rory hadn't dropped out of Yale for a semester, that she would have been the editor. So it makes me wonder, is she going to end up taking over as editor? Right. Or what's going to happen? I, I hope not. I mean, as, as weird as it is, you know, and like as, as tough as Paris is, she deserves it. You know, I mean, she right. worked hard just like everybody else. She, she didn't drop over, out of school. <laughs> she wasn't a dropout. She's a little overbearing with her religion beat, you know, hunting down right. rabbis and, and the like. But she deserves it. You know what I mean? So and I, I love Paris, and so I really want this to be a way where they keep her in the show more or have more scenes with her. So. Yeah, she's she's great. Oh, and as a side note, by the way, all of the different spoilers we mentioned, I want to give credit. Um, I got them from, you know, the previews on the WB last week and then the WB online mm-hmm. and TV got online, spoilerfix.com and tv.com. It's just like a collection I kind of put together based on the information received on those. So, um, and also, as always, um, if the spoilers are wrong, sorry, it's not my fault. <laughs> You can blame it on them. So. Yeah, I think we'll get better at picking them. And there's some that, you know, like I, I'll read them and, and even I can see it written out, you know, and I, I don't think I'll mention it on the show until we get closer to it anyways. Yeah, I mean, they've got some that it's predicting like the whole season. Right, they're pretty far out. And I, you know, some of those could be <laughs> leaks, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it for some really, you know, die hard Gilmore Girls fans. Yeah, I, really I love fun. spoilers. I, I, I hate do. surprises. So <laughs> uh, I was the one that always, you know, found my presents before Christmas and things like that. But I understand there's some people that like to be surprised. So for all you out there, we're not going to ruin it, so... Um, also, speaking of Paris, there's another character on the show this episode <laughs> that I thought she'd be hanging out with Paris and Emily yes. the way she was acting. Lane. Poor Lane got her heart broken by Zach, where if you remember when it ended last fall, um, there, you know, Zach became a big diva and at their show and ruined it. And Yeah, he got all Hollywood on him. And yeah. Got the, and so, uh, Gwen Stefani mic. so they broke up and now she's living with her mom again and she... Like, maybe she's just Mrs. Kim Jr. Maybe she's just going to turn into her mom. I hope not, but that's what she reminded me of this episode because she was just, you know, heartbroken and jaded and hateful to everybody. She's working at the antique store selling stuff. She jacked up the price of this chair for this lady. <laughs> she was like, the price just went up, you flag burner. It's now three fifty. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's a little harsh with her, but, you know, but it, it shows her where her... 
uh, her emotional state is right now. Right. But then you got to see a different side of Mrs. Kim because her mom, you know, yeah, pulls all the blinds her, yeah. down and uh. breaks out the alcohol, gives her a couple shots and said, okay, now it's time to move on. So, Sasaki. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, next episode, um, I guess Lane's going to be hanging out with this 30, 30 year old guy named Joe and Zach sees them and gets jealous. So. Yeah, Zach obviously wants her back. I mean, he comes with that lame excuse to come over about the CD. He's like, oh, we should go upstairs. And he just wanted to talk to her away right. from her mom or just by herself, you know. Whatever. The only reason that her and Zach were even together is because Adam Brody, who played Dave on the show, went to the Auk, as yeah. Amy and Sherman Palladino and Daniel Palladino called it. Um, but, you know, the Auk, I think they're going to go to college next year, so maybe he'll leave that and come back to Gilmore Girls. We can only hope. And they would be reunited. That's my that's – my, That uh, would be really cool. That's my biggest dream right now. He's funny. He's a he's the only reason I ever watched the OC, uh, which I haven't watched like the last couple episodes because I've lost interest in it. It's getting very nine hundred two one zero ish. Granted, I never watched nine hundred two one zero, but you know what I mean. Like like that's kind of I don't know. There's some predictability about it. They're bringing characters out of left field. They're running out of, of things to do. Yeah, it was know? a good it was good for a while, but he really carries that show for the comedic value for me. Like uh-huh. Other people might be watching it because the chicks are hot or might be watching it because... The that, chicks make out. Yeah. That, <laughs> the girls are making out on the beach. But I watch it because you know, him as an actor, he's great. I and think, he did great on the Gilmore Girls. Okay, I think that David has said that Adam Brody, he considers, is the TV him. <laughs> Adam Brody would be the TV me. I yeah. Guess. He kind of looks like him and then he has the same sarcasm going on, which he had in both shows. It wasn't just in one. And I think Mr. and Mrs. Smith... He also had that sarcasm there. I yeah. think that's like a yeah. You'd fear that he'd get typecasted, but that kind of that comes out. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of different actors that you know they get hired because of you know what they can bring to the table. Right, and, and he's good with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Adam Brody, we miss you at the Gilmore Girls. So please <laughs> come back. Okay, okay. The biggest thing in the episode, of course, it was called the perfect dress. So it was all about her wedding plans, right? Um, at first, she wasn't Lorelai, and Suki was sitting there planning, and Suki was like, well, what about this? What about this? And she was like, uh, uh. And yeah. Suki was like, well, do you want to have it in the gazebo? And she was like, gazebo, You know, everything wasn't working out. But then they go, and they happen to find this perfect dress, and then everything in one day falls into place. She, The flowers, the date, the invitations, the church, the caterer, the cake. And then it starts snowing. Right, she that's her last sign. sign yeah. Right. <laughs> and if you've ever planned a wedding, you know that it it's very rare that it happens in a day. Yeah, nothing's going to get planned in a day. But so. if everything fell in plan, she's got Suki helping her out. I mean, it's very possible. But, you know, she's Lorelai, and she's like, oh, it just seems too good to be true. Right. So it probably is. And she, she gets all worried and mm-hmm. everything, which she should because of Luke. When Before we move on to the whole Luke issue, I just want to say that they chose June 3rd as the wedding date, which... Yeah, they said they were going to set the date the last episode they left away. This one, they actually set it, and it's, you thought it was odd that they chose June 3rd. Right, and that's because, if you remember from Season 5, and I'm really anal and remember details like this, but in Season 5, the last episode, that... When Rory got arrested, that mm-hmm. was what her court date was. Her court date was on June 3rd. Right. Because mm. that's what Laurel, I was telling Luke, oh, her court date's June 3rd. It sounds like a good day to go to court, right? And so now her wedding's on June 3rd. So I'm going to do some research and see if there's something important about June 3rd um, that they keep picking it. Maybe somebody will email us. Yeah. If you guys know, email us. We'll Felicia. Be- at- 
Alicia at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com or David at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. It's actually Dave. Oh, sorry, Dave. I call him David. Everybody else calls him Dave, whatever. Because Dave's the friendly hip name. But David's more sophisticated. <laughs> Not sophisticated. <laughs> I know, but it's a good cover. You know? I guess so. All right. So, like I said, you know, Lorelai was thinking, oh, it's too good to be true. At the wedding, she starts freaking out, thinking something's going to be wrong. Which she's, you know, got good senses. I guess she's a little psychic because... Luke still has not told her about his daughter. Yeah, and then he tries to. I felt like I was watching a soap opera at the last minute because he goes, i got to tell you something. And she comes running down. In her with, wedding in dress. Her dress. And he gets all tongue-tied. And... Yeah, so he went and visited his baby's mama, <laughs> which is what it is, Anna. Um, and I've seen that actress on some other things. I don't I've remember her name her at the moment. Nothing. Okay, well, you don't remember most But she seems like a anything. good character. Yeah. She'll be a good character. I... I don't, I don't know. She was giving Luke some googly eyes there yeah. for a minute. So I really hope she doesn't I'll, come between the two of them. And I was I'm thinking, really mad. I was sitting there thinking, I hope this chick's not trying to make a move, you know, trying yeah. to get, get herself a dad. But, you know, whatever. We do find out, though, that Luke has always hated kids, according to her, when they dated. He did, like, they would move tables or move movie to, to go to a different movie or go later so the kids weren't there. Like, he absolutely hated kids. Mm-hmm. I think the only real kid that he's shown any interest in is before his daughter april it was rory and then when he would try to be the soccer coach and those girls were all yep she was all up in my grill you know so they kind of scared like you guys are girls and like they the whole table just stopped and and looked at him yeah like a silverware dropped on a plate (laughs) that was awesome so maybe we can see why he hates kids they're kind of intimidating to him but um anna said that was one of the main reasons she didn't tell him about April was because that's the way he acted, and they just broken up. And mm-hmm. she said she can handle it on her own. Well, he, yeah. Then he he leaves and says, "Okay, that's fine," you know. And he, you know, but she did say he could help out financially if he wanted to. She didn't need him to, but if he wanted to to feel better, that that's fine. Right. And she also mentioned that she had a website. Oh yeah, the April. Because April April's really smart. You know, she did the science fair, and she's done all kinds of different things for really accomplished for a 12 year old so she has a website so then luke um recruits the assistance of kirk to find a wi-fi spot in stars hollow which i'm sure isn't very easy to find no they went, <laughs> they went war walking i guess is what yeah. you call that that was really funny yeah and they end up sitting like on a curb and he checks the website by out. the bookstore yeah. yeah and i'm a geek so i noticed the fact that 1337 people had visited their site the little uh, counter at the bottom yes yeah, so and when he goes to april's website he sees we see the counter at the bottom, but I almost cried in this part because he gets to see, she not only has like recent pictures, but pictures from when she was little. Like a timeline. Right. And he just sees all the things in her life that he's missed already. And like when she was hanging at her uncle's lab and her cute little baby glasses and she was so adorable. And I'm sure she's. Got a little lab coat on. Yeah. I'm sure that he was just, you know, breaking his heart that he missed all that and how cute she was. So, um, I really hope that they get to develop a good relationship i think they will showing like in in the previews so the next one right. at wb they show her in the diner right um i guess that in the next episode luke still doesn't tell lorelei about april well, and getting annoying yeah no, dragging it out a little too much people but then you know april decides she wants to spend some time with luke so she goes to hang out at the diner well lorelei gets there at the same time there and Lorelai's like well so who do you belong to and she said oh my father owns the place 
And she's like, really? And so then it all comes out. Right. And then Luke looks really bad because he didn't tell Lorelai. Mm-hmm. And she had to find out the way she did. Um, so I guess Lorelai tries to be supportive. Even She even offers to postpone the wedding date. But Luke's reaction to this idea makes her upset. Of course, you know how Luke can be and just blow up and be stupid sometimes. So. Yeah, that's Luke. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. They better get married and just be one big happy family. I really hope, but... I don't know. I see, and you you were talking about this uh, earlier while we were watching the episode, was that, you know, uh, April has some of the similar traits as... Rory. Rory does, right. Both really smart, Mm -hmm. pretty, you know, grew up without a dad. Yeah, so I think, I hope that, yes, that Lorelai and Luke get together and that they sort of, that maybe Lorelai can sort of, not adopt her to like literally, but sort of just kind of welcome her into their home mm-hmm. and into their family. And I think she could be an interesting addition to the cast. Um, you know, I, I look forward to that. I hope that they don't just have her there for, you know, drama and drama only. Right. I hope they let her develop her character and, and become a part of the family. Without seeing Anna too much, because we know that that's just going to cause issues. Right. So, um, and we I also want Luke and Lorelai to have their own babies, like was foreshadowed in season three's opener. Oh, yeah, when she yeah. woke up with that, with that dream? The very first scene of season three, you see Lorelai waking up in her bed, Goes going downstairs. downstairs. Luke's there cooking her breakfast. This season, they didn't, get, they didn't get together until season four. No. Yeah, the end of season four is when they got together. So at this point in the show, they weren't together at all. They were just acquaintances. Yeah. And so she goes downstairs, and he's cooking breakfast, and he starts rubbing her belly, and they talk about the twins. So what I think would be cool is, like, the last episode. They play that scene again, but it's not a dream that time. It just it's starts for real. And, it just starts and then goes through the scene that you saw. And, and, and then you see Rory come in, and, like, it's real this time. So wow. it's almost like she had a vision about what's going to happen sure, in the future. That'd be good for people that have been with the show for a long time. Yeah. That would get that uh-huh. and see the relationship between that right. and, the, and season three. Right. Yeah, totally. So we'll see. And then we were saving the, the biggest storyline for us. At least anyway. we think so. Yeah. <laughs> I bet, you know what? I bet there's other people out there that connect more to other characters. Right. You know what I mean? But for us, it's, it's I, I really connect Logan. to Rory. Well, in real life, Alexis Bledel is only a week older than you are actually mm-hmm. but he's like exactly a week after yours and i'm a month older than you so you know in real life we're the same age but um on the show she's 21 so she's only three years younger than us on the show her character is right so we can really relate to her and i was the nerdy girl in school and, and i was the, the smart... handsome one who was you know really cool and not rich though <laughs> not rich you know babe magnet <laughs> punky hot um, everything you hear on the show isn't true. Just keep that in mind. Um, I do not support anything that he says. So please forgive me. Yes, you do. Forgive him. So as you marry me. No. If you mean dork magnet, before you met me, of course. Wait, wait. We did say earlier in the show that, uh, that, the what's the guy's name? Adam Brody. That Adam Brody was, was the TV me. So right. That and he used to be dork. Idea. That gives you the idea of my character stuff. I'm just kidding. Right. But yeah, we relate more to Logan and Rory. Yeah, and they, I, I think for this episode, they it was all it was supposed to be all about her planning her wedding and them setting the date, and they did June third. Uh, you mean Lorelai? Right, those were supposed Luke, to be all yeah. about. But 
they only they touched on that. It was really about Rory. I mean, yeah, the she went. Of this she moved was. into Paris's apartment. She went back to Yale. Had to go see the shrink. She went right. Back to Yale, by the way. Uh, first of all, just I would just like to start off by saying I'm so glad that old Rory is back. The one who was very anal and. Miss, you know, walked a straight line. She started freaking out about forgetting to turn in her community service vest. And that's just the way that she used to be. Sure. Never did anything wrong. So that's, I'm really glad she's back. Was, but you've also seen her grown up a little bit. I think that being around Emily um, has helped her become more persuasive. Um, I really don't think that the Rory we saw a couple years ago, definitely, would have been able to go up to her professor um, and suck up to her well, and tell suck up, but be persistent and be direct you know what i mean and, and say look we, i want to be in your class and exactly and that's exactly me. how the whole way she got the job at the newspaper in the last episode she hung out at the editor's office hung out nothing she camped out yeah in the, in the lobby and the the old rory even though she was just as determined she never would have done that because she's more was more reserved and shyer back then so i'm really glad that that part of her has developed more and i think the part of that's inf- an influence from emily because Emily can get anybody to do anything for her. Mm-hmm. She's very influential. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And Lorelai is too, but Emily really is. Like, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad Roy's back also. Right. So, um, like you said, she's going to a shrink now. Um, she has a major meltdown at the shrink because if you remember before her last episode, her and Logan were broken up. Logan shows up at the coffee cart this episode, comes to the paper, she blows him off. Then he shows up at her apartment, tells her to dump, and he. but the big thing is he tells her he loves her finally. That's the first time, yeah. He said he, breaking up with her was, was a mistake. He just got freaked out because he couldn't take the drama, but he loves her and you know doesn't want to be without her anymore, which I find is very romantic, but... I'm really glad that Rory didn't just like, okay, I'll take you back. Yeah. Oh, Logan. Yeah, it was none of that. Even though I'm a big Logan and Rory fan, he needs to suffer for a little while. You know, he needs to do some stuff to get her back. Um, But it broke my heart the way she did break down the shrink. She was like, I love you? Is he serious? (laughs) Yeah, I think think one of the reasons they're bringing the shrink in uh, is so that you can get some one-on-one time with Rory now. Right. You know, kind of like... I, I I can see where they might go with that in the future, and I think it could be fun. I, I think it could become a an every episode thing like Friday Night Dinners were before, you know. Sure, sure. Um, or Sopranos did that, you know. Yeah, their, their whole plot was based on the fact that he went to that shrink and, and talked yeah. about his life. So I think that'll be interesting. One thing that did make me mad was that she was like, I stole a boat with him. I never stole a boat with Dean. <laughs> I wish she would just forget about Dean. I don't like Dean. She, you know, he cheated on his wife with Rory. That just shows you what the type of person he is. I know. He made he made Rory a homewrecker. Sorry, guys. Couldn't I'm sorry it. for the Dean fans out there and for the Jess fans out there, but we're Logan fans, so deal with it, yeah, <laughs> you know? Hit the road. <laughs> yeah, he hit the whole, he moved shows, so that's yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I forgot about that. I just I just found out today that the WB has other television shows. Mm-hmm. Alicia, I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> I did because I was a Dawson's Creek fan back uh-huh. in the day. But I I was like, they they do other things other than the Gilmore Girls? How weird. <laughs> okay, sorry. Anyways. So Logan's trying to get Rory back. Yeah. That's 
and that's one of the the main parts of this. Uh, and she still there. loves him, and we know she does. And I do agree that he did her wrong, not calling for all that time. Just he was being a jerk for a while, but he does love her. And people all make mistakes. And there's the drama that she was talking about. It happened. So I really, really hope that they can work things out. She, one thing that she did say that cracked me up when she was having her meltdown at the shrink was, "I can't handle running into him everywhere." Like the halls, the paper, the coffee cart. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to quit drinking coffee. And I love <laughs> coffee. The ironic thing there is that we read, on, I think on IMDb has some trivia. Uh-huh. Alexis Bledel, who plays Rory, in real life hates coffee. And so like anytime she has a cup of coffee on the show, it's really soda. That's kind of cute. Yeah, I thought I it was I bet really she drinks Dr. Pepper. Nah, Dave, she probably drinks Coke. No, Dr. Pepper's the best. Everybody knows Coke is the best. Whatever. Anyways, so I thought that was funny. Speaking of coffee carts, well, Logan is supposed to do what in the next episode? Oh, so I read that in the next episode, um, I guess Logan's going to try even harder to get her back, which he should. Uh-huh. Um, and he's going to go such lengths as hiring the, the campus coffee cart guy to follow Rory around on campus all day so she has, you know, she has access to coffee anytime she wants. I think that's really cute. I think it's cute. I can't wait to see that. I think that's going to be really adorable. Um, and he even goes by the inn to get Lorelai's help on getting her back, getting Rory back. Really? So yeah, that's I, interesting. That was one of the things that I was wondering when we were talking about, um, is Rory going to take Logan back, do you think? I think one of the big things to her not taking him back is Lorelai. He's going to go seek out Lorelai's help. Lorelai doesn't like the guy at all. Mm-hmm. He, she doesn't like his family. She doesn't like him, the way he treated her, the way Rory acted when they were together. Yeah, the Huntsburgers are going to end up being a major... Uh, you know, issue to get over is the fact that they don't think that she's good enough for the family. That's always going to be there. So it's almost like he's going to have to choose her or his family. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I love Logan. I think that they'd be great together. I think he. I think Rory makes him a better person. I think she. He makes her a better person too. Well, besides stealing the boat and all that, but I think that he has helped her develop into a woman more. You know, she's become more mature and. Yeah, everybody makes mistakes. Right. So they stole a boat. She's young. What are they going to do? Right. So I hope that they work it all out. I like them. I don't really want to stay here with anybody else. Especially, we know that this show is going to have one more season, definitely. Maybe a season eight as well. But I don't want to have to learn to like somebody else. I like Logan. Yeah, I, I hope they solidify that relationship and, yeah. and keep it going. I also hope that the show goes on for forever. Like, you know, like, not literally, but... There's there's other shows like uh, what's that one's going on like ten seasons now Seventh Heaven Seventh Heaven from what I understand is not doing all that well but they they keep showing that show so if they're gonna show a crap show for ten <laughs> seasons well, all right I'm, okay I'm his opinion on the show sucks because he's never watched the show <laughs> he doesn't hasn't done any research I'm, on that so I've disregard never, that I've and never we're sorry it in my life. <laughs> we're sorry if you like Seventh Heaven. Um, well, if it's so great, how come nobody came out and says, you've got to check out this show? You know what I mean? People talk about Gilmore Girls. People love Gilmore Girls. You know what I mean? David, not nobody, me. Nobody loves Seventh Heaven. Right. All right? Well, and as much as you want the show to go on forever, I also would like to show the show to be on every day. Oh, if yeah. you'll recall from our last episode, we started watching it on ABC Family where we got to watch it every day. Oh, and nice. so this whole waiting a week, waiting a couple months. This, it's is, for the, this is for the birds. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Waiting, watching commercials during the in between the scenes, not liking it. I mean, I love the show so much. I'll, we, we'll buy a season on DVD and we'll sit there and watch. It Within a week's time, we've watched the whole season. And each yeah. season has like 22 episodes. 
I mean, we could watch this a year out, and we could do our podcast a year out, but I just don't think that would be very topical, and I don't think people would want to listen to it. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh, we're in, we're on season three. You know what I mean? That'd be kind of lame. Well, I don't. I just love the show so much, and it's just great. Like, I I, I get sad when I see that it's in five minutes. The show's gonna be over. You know, it's like five till eight, and I'm like, dang yeah, it. Yeah, it's a bummer. When you when you're watching them on the DVDs, you can just if you got the time, you just watch them all back to back to back to back, and just until you get sick and tired of watching them, you know, and get some popcorn, sit down, and just knock them all out. They're great. I like them that way. I'll take this time to to plug the website, GilmoreGirlPodcast.com. If you're thinking about buying uh, later seasons. Go to GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com and click through to Amazon for us, and we get a little kickback, and that'll help out with the podcast. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much it for this. Next episode comes on Tuesday night, mm-hmm. um, just like Gwen and Gavin. Just uh, like them. And then David was wondering why the show is called that. And I didn't even know that Gwen and Gavin were still married. He, or, or he does not keep up with anything besides. But I thought that they were broken up. I mean, she got all weird and, like, whored out now. <laughs> So, they're like, still. He didn't even know they were married. So, <laughs> like, whatever. And now she's pregnant. But the reason the show, the next episode is called just like Gwen and Gavin, is because I guess that Gwen Stefani just found out that her husband Gavin also has a lo- had a secret love child. Um, so that makes Luke and Lorelai just like Gwen and Gavin because Lorelai finds out the same thing in this episode. So, you groupies. Hard to resist. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, thanks for listening. Listen to episode three. We'll record that one once we've watched the next episode. Right. And thanks to uh, Don't Harass Betty. Remember, don'tharassbetty.com if you want to check out their music. And don't forget to email us if you have any questions. Alicia at gilmoregirlspodcast.com. Alicia is A-L-I-C-I-A. And I'm Dave at gilmoregirlspodcast.com. So, good night. Have a good week. <laughs>